Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to a Brothers on the Phone Talking Movies podcast. How are you tonight, brother? I'm doing very well. How are you, sir? Good. In in celebration of Halloween, we've decided to do pick some horror movies, but a little different uh, thematically. You are not really a fan of horror films. (laughs) So I figured how... We have to figure out a way to tailor it for you, too, because you want to celebrate the Halloween season and scary movies, and everybody gets caught up in it a little bit. So we figured horror movies for people who don't like horror movies. And these are movies that kind of transcend it. And that's kind of what we came up with. I like the concept, uh, and I thought of, I think, some good ones, and I'm sure you did, too. Well, I tried. I mean, this was, uh, I had to really reach uh, far back into my uh, childhood <laughs> and come up with a few things. Uh, do you, do you want to go first? Since this was, uh, this is definitely your area of expertise. Or per- well, you know, horror, horror is like, uh, is like heavy metal to me. <laughs> that most of it is garbage, but when it's good, it's great. <laughs> And I'm a huge fan of heavy metal, but most of it isn't really good. But when it is really good, it's fantastic. And that's the same thing about horror. So much is junk, but when it's good, it's really good. So that's that's why I I, I do like horror films, but most of them I know aren't that good. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start off with a film. This film is from 1979, disguised as a sci-fi film, really, truly is a horror film. But to me, it transcends and it. It just transcends horror, transcends sci-fi. It's just a great movie. And that's uh, Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. And this is one of my all-time favorite films. Uh, It still is a little spooky to me. And I don't get scared very often. Uh, One of the things about this movie that I love so much is 40 years later, it holds up tremendously well. The special effects are are, are minimal for a sci-fi film, but they still look pretty good. The alien itself looks great. Uh, there's nothing cheesy about it. It looks better than any CGI you'd ever see. It's a dark film. It's almost noirish at times. It's very claustrophobic. Uh, and you have a great cast. Uh, you've got Tom Skerritt and Ian Holm as the robot, Harry Dean Stanton, Yafet Koto, Veronica Cartwright. And uh, John Hurt, of course, who eats something that doesn't really agree with him. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then you've got the ultimate female action hero, which I think another film before its time is that the female is the one. She's the smartest one. She's the bravest, the most courageous, the most tenacious in Sigourney Weaver. So just a great. Plus, she has a really cool name, too. You know, she is, of course, Lieutenant Ripley. I just love that. (laughs) Um, It's as scary as any movie you're ever going to see. But I don't think you need to like horror films to like Alien. You just need to like great movies. So, oh, I would agree because I think when I saw it, it wasn't a film that I never. I think I thought of as, oh, I'm not going to see that film because it's in the horror genre. I, I didn't think that way. First of all, I was what 26 when it came out, so I, I was a little. I was a little bit more into that that type of film, but I remember seeing it and <laughs> just thinking, you know, every second I was like, jump. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. They just knew how to get you, man. Um, and you, you really didn't know who was going to get it, but it's at some point I thought, well, 
I guess everybody's going to get this. Everybody's going to get killed yeah, except for pretty much the, the heroin Sigourney Weaver. But yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it's super and scary. It really is, and like I just said, and I think they just released it too uh, in theaters for a few days. It holds up tremendously well. I I really beg people to go back, watch this again if you haven't seen it in a while. It really does. It just holds up fantastic. And, and uh, you know, it, you got to obviously give credit to the acting, the writing, the directing. Uh, it's just, it really does. I mean, you could release that movie today and it would be just as powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a lot to say for a movie that's 40 years ago. Uh, but uh, it really is. So that, that that's my first pick. I just think you transcend the genre. You're just in a great film. That's what you're dealing with. And I love that it incorporates, you know, horror and sci-fi and it's noirish and dark and claustrophobic. All those things work to it. It's advantage very much so. And we and we weren't used to seeing a female in a lead that strong. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of takes you by surprise, too. It's pretty cool. It is. It is. So it's just an excellent film. So that's my first pick. Didn't have to even think about that. It, it, that's was easy. Well, I, I, this for me was kind of. This was, this was really tough for me. So, but I went with like my gut on it, and I went with guys and dolls. <laughs> yeah. Only because my no, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm kidding. I would I would view that as a horror film. Yes. <laughs> Marlon Brando singing anything uh, that was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna think I'm really out of my mind, but I I went with the movie Christine versus my that's my dopey pick, but it's. It's funny. It makes me laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no. That's, I mean, this was your opinion. I had to rewatch uh, it, honestly, um, because it, it, I wanted it to be scary, but scary can't be. And I think that there's something to be said for that. I originally was going to go with Hall- Halloween, the, very, the original one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and, but I just thought, no. And obviously, I thought Exorcist, that was... These were the first that came to my mind, but I settled on Christine because it's just different. And it's just about an object, which I think is funny when, when we put, when objects become scary, the shark and Jaws, uh, Cujo, the dog, and then their pet cemetery. So it, this for me was, uh, this was something that if it was on, I would watch it as much as I don't like our, because it, it just kind of makes me laugh. And I just think that it's funny that it's a Chevy. It's a red Chevy. Sure, sure. I mean, that's always been one of the better Stephen King adaptations uh, that were put on film. That was it was a pretty entertaining film. It was. What's his name? Is very is good in it. Keith, um, you know, he he's good in it. He plays the role really well. <clears throat> and I had to kind of rewatch it too, which was, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, uh... I haven't seen it in, in years. No, is it? How does it look? You know, it's funny. I I haven't watched it in a long time. It looks really good. Uh, Keith yeah. Keith Keith uh, uh, Gordon and, and Keith Gordon. That's right. And uh, and I yes. like John Stockwell. And of course, I had forgotten that Robert Prosk Robert Prosky is in it from uh, oh, right, from right, uh, Hill Street yeah. Blues and other TV he's shows. Good. Yeah, he, he's, he's good. He's good in it. And uh, Harry Dean Stanton is in it. And, he, and and so it's a good cast. There's something about it that it, it feels like it's not as cheesy as you think. It's like they played this really straight, serious. And uh, I, I just, I kind of like 
the opening of the film where they're where the cars are on the assembly line and it just seems very ordinary the film Mm -hmm. and but it's immediately uh we find out that the car is possessed uh i mean it's from the car from hell um Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's it's fun it's silly it's a great date a movie to see uh you don't have to do any major thinking about it there's no there's no great message in it so for something fun and silly and you're gonna laugh um that that okay. that would be my that's that's my pick for a silly uh fun night date halloween if you don't feel like there's nothing to see this is kind of fun yeah you know i, I haven't seen it like i said in a long time I, I probably i don't even know it must be 20 years since i've seen that film i'll have to rewatch it like i want to i would i want to know what 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 your daughter would think of this my nieces they probably would laugh they just knowing your daughters they probably would laugh yeah, I mean, I, I think we'd have a better shot with my youngest. My oldest is a little tricky, but my youngest might sit and watch a car that kills people. Yes, that's possible. Yeah, I mean, there's a scene, there's a scene between uh, the, uh, the, the, the guy and the girl in the car. And, she, yeah. and, he, and he says, like, I've never had a girlfriend that was jealous of my car. I mean, and, <laughs> and then she, and he, and, she, and she says to him, well, it's definitely a girl, this car. <laughs> it, yeah that's right definitely i remember that i remember that yeah. um interesting pick uh that's that's pretty cool i like that you want a little rogue on that one um you know i i thought about jaws but i went no because it, to me it's there's not enough of, of horror to it i realized that when it came out but when i watch it now it really plays like an adventure film and yeah you know there's some stalking and from the shark and some gore, but it's not as mild. It doesn't, it didn't fulfill this enough for me. Cause I, at first I went, Oh, definitely Jaws. But then I kind of backed off. Um, I went with six cents, I think is one that pretty much transcends it, it. That genre. It's not really a straight horror film, but yet it's a very creepy, eerie film. And it definitely has some scares in it. It's suspenseful. Obviously, there's the great surprise ending uh, that either anyone who said they saw it coming, you're a liar. You didn't see it coming. You didn't. I, I don't care. I love when people say, oh, I knew it. I know you didn't. Uh, <laughs> you were fooled just like everybody else. I was fooled. We all were fooled. And that, that's the good thing about the film. Um, I think you've got some really good acting in there. I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan. Uh, but for some reason, M. Night Shyamalan gets good performances out of him. And uh, he's very good in this movie. He just underplays tremendously well. He really is. Maybe one of my favorite acting roles that he's ever done is in that film. Uh, Tony Collette, of course, Haley Joel Osment. Uh, really just good acting. Takes place in our hometown of Philly, which is nice. Get to see a lot of local uh, you know, area shots. Now, when you, when, you, when you saw it, you saw it in the theater, right? Yes, I did. So did you? Did anybody spoil it, or did you not? No, I had no idea. Okay, I had no idea. It's, didn't see it coming at all. It's pretty cool to be experience the way that this is written. That when you when it is revealed, you go back over every scene and you go, "Oh man, are you kidding me? Yeah, I yep. didn't see that. Yep, but exactly. it was it was there. It's it's very manipulative in the best way. Like Hitchcock could be manipulative." Uh, but I think there's enough horror and suspense and supernatural and eeriness 
that you could qual- you could classify it as, but it definitely transcends it. It's just a great film. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I remember watching it, thinking, uh, "What's ha- what is going on here?" And I, I, it was tense. I felt really tense at times, and not knowing, like, "What's the what is this? What am I watching?" Yeah. And that's really that's that uncomfortable feeling. I think is is what uh, what I liked about it. And you know, another thing that it does—it's very watchable. Is you- is you care about the characters. Uh, oh, you really do. Absolutely. Like, you, right you, away. You just do. You care about all of these people and you're vested in their lives. And that's that's a great film right there that does that. So and I don't know that M. Night Shyamalan has ever even topped that film. You Thank know you what film I, I thought really for... topped that film? Just for my money was unbreakable because yeah I love big fan of that. I yeah. love that movie and it's for years movie. I wanted them to make a sequel because when Samuel L Jackson says that line you don't exist without me and I just thought wow that's just comic book genius the fact yes. that the 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 guy that basically can't be hurt by anything and can heal himself uh, is is completely. Sam Jackson's character is the total polar opposite of that. He gets hurt by everything. He's completely uh, breakable and, and anything can hurt him. It, it's just such a great, it's such a great concept. And again, that made me feel really uncomfortable. I didn't know what was going to happen. And he was the reluctant. He didn't want to embrace it. Bruce Willis's character. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the best heroes. And, yeah. That was, it is a good movie. And he's a, he's a, He's evil, Sam Jackson. I mean, he's he is. He's, he's good. Bad. In that. Uh, he is. He's good in that film. But but, um, but you went but with like uh, six, yeah. You went with Six Sense. Uh, it's just it's just just such a good film. It really is, and uh, you do not have to like horror to like. But that can film. you watch it with repeated times? That's the only thing. That's what I question. That you now know it. See, that's the thing. I don't know if I could see it again. Because I know it, I know know what's going to happen. Uh, I think, I think a great movie you can. I mean, you know that Norman Bates is playing his mother, but you still can watch it, right? But you want to see it again. Uh, you do. The film, yeah, it begs for a repeat viewing. Um, but that. This a good movie is a good movie. I'm just gonna stick by that. A good movie is good. I, yeah, I don't think I could watch it once a month, but I think watching it again, it's fun because you're gonna sit there and you're gonna look at those scenes and say, "Oh yes, okay, I really see it." And there's things where I've watched it again and even been critical of it, going, "Well, that's borderline," but it was enjoyable. It it it, it was enjoyable enough that I was able to watch it again, critique it a little bit but still really like the movie. So I do think you can watch it again. I know what you're saying. Everything hinges on that, but it doesn't. It's just mm-hmm. a really good film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's All a great right. pick. I mean, I like that movie. For, for somebody that doesn't like that genre, exactly. I, I would definitely say that eases you into it. Uh, I had to go with an early pick because I wanted to represent different uh, errors. And I guess I kind of remember when I first saw the movie Frankenstein, the original uh, the 1931 version with Boris Karloff. I just, uh, I guess I thought it was, it was sad. I remember just thinking, 
it was sad when I saw it. There was something about it that made me really melancholy about it. And now, mm-hmm. of course, being older, seeing it, that it's just it's so smart. It's so brilliant because now I, re- I realize, well, we all think that Boris Karloff is the monster that's created by Dr. Frankenstein, who played by one of my favorite early actors, Colin Clive. Just, yes. um, just to hear him say those two words. Uh, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got such a great voice and and so perfect for that for that the oh, character as the it's doctor. Insane what he yells. Yeah, it's uh, people have tried to parody that, but um, I, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just it's so it's so cool now when I look at it and I think, I think man, the monster really is is the mob. It just the monster is the mm-hmm. mob mm-hmm. that that won him. Yeah, that okay, won him. Dead. Yeah. and it's the monster in all of us is fear. And, oh, this person is different and we can't handle it. And, of course, the, the theme is, it reoccurs again in other horror films. If you consider King Kong in that type of genre, it's the same thing. So, I, but I thought it was so well done because there's such gentility in the character of the monster and the way the monster relates to the little girl. And there's just a, a sweetness to it uh, as well. And it, it's just very... It's just sort of seeing how ugly we are when we don't mm-hmm. understand when we don't understand and when we fear something, and so so I went with that and I can watch that movie anytime. They don't run it enough, if, as far as I'm concerned. I love the early Universal films. I've always loved the Wolfman, the with uh, Lon Chaney Jr. and Claude Rains. Sure. That's always been my favorite. Dracula was always. I think we talked about this. I liked it, but it was it's a little slower. Whereas, I think Frankenstein. Was- yeah, which is interesting because uh, Frankenstein and Dracula are just a year apart, but I think Dracula still plays like uh, the stage production because it had been a play, and it feels a little stagey. I don't think they adapted it as well to film. No, Lugosi, Lugosi is great in it and really plays Dracula brilliantly, but the it definitely feels stagey. Where Frankenstein feels more like a movie. It yeah, it feels more like a movie, and there seems to be periods of dead space, of dead air, where they could have just moved. They just could have given other other people other. There should have mm-hmm. been more interaction, or it could have moved a little a little faster. That movie, that's that's the only thing. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's the time. That's I mean the, I think you 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 can't be. Yeah, too critical of it. I don't know too many that move that quickly. The Mummy is good too from 1932. That's a really good one. Uh, I yeah, you know, I I think it, you're venturing into you know true horror territory there. But once again, Karloff is fantastic, and that's a really creepy, eerie film. And The Mummy became really kind of a joke at some point. It was just silly. What yeah, that's. With that. I don't you know, think the that universe holds up. just ruined. Ruin the monsters. No, I think the first one's still pretty good. I'm I'm gonna stand by. I think it's still pretty good. Uh, I I do. I, I don't think it holds up as well as the other ones. Uh, now, just as an aside, you had finally watched before we finish up here, the Black Cat, which is one of my favorite horror films of all time. You sat down for the 61 minutes that it was, <laughs> and and I liked reserving- it. You were you were going to give me some feedback on this? I liked it actually. I did. I I was actually surprised that I liked it. I found it very interesting. Maybe because I expected it to be more ghoulish and uh-huh. more uh, horror, gory, campy, and 
it actually wasn't. The first thing I liked right away is it opens up and it says the last name of both of the actors, Carlos yes. and, and, and Lugosi. And I thought, oh, that's kind of uh, interesting. Normally it's just the actor's name, John Wayne, Marilyn Monroe. Sure. And so sure. I thought, wow, that's right away. That took me, uh, that caught me off guard. I thought that was odd right away. And I thought the two of them, it was, you know, it was a weird relationship that's, I didn't totally understand their relationship, but actually it does a pretty good job of kind of telling you if you stay with it, who they are and what they were to each other. Yes. And one of the, one of the characters yeah. wants to get revenge. And, yeah, uh, and so, and, and of course, how it's a, it's a, a cat and mouse game and, and it's interesting how I don't want to give anything away because I, I actually, it's a good print, by the way, for people that find it hard to see black and white films. I actually think this is a good print. It's whatever they did to restore it. It's actually yeah. quite good. It looks in a certain way like modern. It's, it has a modern yes. kind of futuristic without being. 50 sci-fi campy i i i definitely recommend it and uh karloff is it's that art very it's that art deco yeah that art deco sets are really neat and so it looks really good um yeah karloff is just so evil he just really is he is just so sinister i really that that one was another one that got through the code i think and i mean he's in bed with another woman in the same bed yeah and that's, and I mean, you didn't see that and, in the 30s. And she's dead. And, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that he brings them back to life. So he's literally sleeping with dead women. I mean, it's crazy. All the things that are just under the surface, they don't hammer you home with them. And he is truly an awful, evil man. Yeah, I wonder if they got away with that because the, the, the screen time is very brief. It's brief that you see that. Yes. So it yeah. doesn't kind of stay with you. It doesn't really stand out. Um, I, I didn't pick that movie, honestly, as one of my three. But I would absolutely say if you don't like uh, – if you want something that's not totally horror but not science fiction, something kind of in between that's noir and it's a little dark and, oh, yeah. and it's, it's like these characters are a little contemptible. Totally. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, and, it's, and it's not – I didn't expect it to end the way that it did. It was, uh, yeah. it, it's, it was, uh, it definitely, I would watch it again. And it's only, like you said, it's only an hour long. Yeah. And there's a lot that's crammed into that hour. All right. So, so back to the, um, do you have a third our one? picks here? I do. I do. And I, I'm, I had, there were quite a few I had. I, I mean, I had picked Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Psycho as two films that I think are great that obviously transcend the horror genre they're just great flicks they're fun to watch suspenseful um and you could do the 56 or the 78 invasion of the body snatchers i kind of equally grade them they're just great films both of them but i ended up going with um from 1991 silence of the lambs oh i just think i i just think that it's such a great great movie that just transcends everything it depends it depicts acts obviously a real horror not so much of the uh, things that are, are not, you know, are unimaginable. This is truly things that can happen and have happened. And you have just a masterclass in acting. Uh, you have 
Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins, who are just tremendous, brilliant. Both of them, really unbelievable performances. And Jonathan Demme never directed a better film. Uh, it still holds up. It's 28 years ago. It's a great movie. It would be just as powerful as released today. Uh, I, I mean, it's just, it's so twisted in parts, but it's very, very, it just engrosses you. Once again, you care about these characters. You get engrossed in it. You really care about the character of Clarice Starling. And you're fascinated by the character that Anthony Hopkins plays. And also, uh, Buffalo Bill, I mean, once again, it's a crazy character, but yet the acting is so good. Everything about that movie, uh, as creepy as it is and as frightening as it can be in parts, it it just transcends the genre. It's just a great, great movie. It's one of the it's one of only three films that got all the big Academy Awards. It doesn't happen much. See, for uh, me, this is a film where first I have to you gotta give it to Anthony Hopkins. He does a masterful job and he goes yes. into depth about how he played this character. And when he when they said to him, Was it easy to do this? I mean, was it hard to do this character? He said, No, it was, it was very easy. Very easy. And I, that surprised me because he said he just played him elegant and, and genteel. But I can't watch this film. I, I mean, I saw it one time. It sickens me because when it's gory, <laughs> it's just absolutely it's, – it's just disgusting. And he's disgusting. And anything that has a serial killer in it, I'm just not watching. So this is never going to get my vote. And when you came out <laughs> to California and we, we went to that exhibit where you could see the – the, no, sure. the chamber yeah. you lit yeah. up you lit up like a child lights up like an amusement park yeah. we're all in the lights go on it's like hey it's all the rides and i'm yeah. there like can we get out of here now yeah exactly <laughs> can we go look at the batmobile again yeah can we look at the batmobile please uh, i mean you were just like yay <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah i don't know I, how I don't... you can i don't know how you can like, what is in your it's mind? But, like, film. you love watching Dateline. Not to bring in any kind of TV things. That scares the... the, the I mean, I, I can't watch that stuff. Dateline. Yeah, I mean, I... I, mean, I, I well, you know what it is? It's, for me, my, my enjoyment of Dateline comes from a couple of things. I love when they catch the guys who try to meet the young girls. Because I just think it's so funny. And they're all crying and saying how sorry they are. They're <laughs> like, sorry they got caught. You shouldn't have talked to a, someone that acted like they were 15 online. I mean, what are you, what, what are you sorry about? It's your fault. And I laugh oh, every time. And then, awful. of course, the other, but all the other date lines when the people plot the murders of their spouses. Uh, How it's do you watch that? It's okay. Like, I can't even believe we're from the same, we share the same DNA. I, you know, it just, uh, it's just interesting to me. I don't. I I don't uh, it's not like I'm taking notes you know I'm just I'm, I'm watching it just because it's so crazy and the stories are unbelievable and you watch them and you go this is like a movie it really is they're oh. like little movies That's I don't even want to ask how many times you've seen The Silence of the Lambs I'm afraid to ask I, I really not am. enough not yeah. enough That's yeah. my if you've seen it as many times as you've seen the movie Caddyshack then you need your hat. Your... Well, no, no, well, no, no. That's that's different. Come on, that's different. I can't watch it that oh often. Oh my god! But I just think you're dealing with just a great, great movie, and I think it does transcend. 
You don't have to agree with me. That's fine. Oh, I, I, I just love, I love that film. It's fantastic. I can't see one second of this movie. (laughs) <laughs> without immediately turning away from it. It's just it's and, and if you watch it now too, it's not the oh. gore is really it's it's very mild. I will say this also as someone who read all the books, it it really oh. does a nice job um of you know, sometimes the books tend to, to be better than the films and you'll hear people say that a, a lot. This is one of those rare occasions where I think the film is ever much the equal of the book. Uh, possibly better. For instance, Hannibal was a really good book, the sequel, but the movie didn't really do it justice. Um, but Sansa Lambs, it's right there. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't have to agree on that one. Oh, it's just, it's awful. Okay. Well, let's go with your last pick. I'm going to be open minded. I'm not looking to thrash it. So go ahead. Well, I definitely needed to pick something. Uh, I don't know if it's in the middle or where this sits, but I, I picked a movie that you and I saw together with our mom. And it's uh, she couldn't wait to take you. Uh, and I mean, I was not into this kind of stuff, but it's like, well, you know, why not? But it's The Shining. And uh, I was too young. <laughs> I really was. I mean, I, my daughter is the same age as I was, my oldest. And there's no way I would let her watch that. I mean, it's, but the thing about The Shining that's really, that is okay with me is that there's a lot of comedy in it. Jack Nicholson is, he's, he, he's great to watch as from an acting perspective. It's, you really learn how a person becomes uh, very subtly and very gradually uh, insane. He begins to lose his mind. And that's where and I have a big problem. I don't agree with it. And Stephen King doesn't agree with it either. Jack Nicholson seems crazy from the minute you see him. He seems well, off but, but, but he right is, away. But he is crazy. But, but in the, the book, it's not. In the well, book, he, be, he unravels more. See, I, I like it in terms of watching that because it's fun to watch that. Now, the thing is, he's crazy all along. It's just that he's not able to contain it. I, I don't think he's, I think he just, he begins to let his guard down or it's just harder for him to mask the insanity. That's what's so mm-hmm. much fun. But there's, but again, just like M night Shyamalan with the sixth sense, there's certain scenes in there and there's that scene. I don't want to give it away, but it's one of my favorite scenes. It's the first scene in the office between him and the gentleman that is interviewing him for that job to be the yep. caretaker was a Barry Nelson. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, and he says, uh, and Barry Nelson says to him, now you do know, just so you know, the last caretaker uh, had problems and went kind of nuts and hacked up the people that were here. Yeah. And, and Jack Nicholson just, gives a nod that is so brilliant as an actor. Just gives him the old, well, rest assured, that's not going to happen here. And when he did that, hook, line, and sinker, I was for that movie, no matter what was going to happen. It just sucked me in. And then the fact that Scatman Crothers is in this movie and plays just a real kind of 
he plays such a crazy character, like a shaman or something. And he's got special powers. Well, he has the shine. He has just the like shine. The little boy. He has yeah. the, like the little. That's how they connect. Right. It's just and it's amazing. Yeah, it's I amazing. Just, I, I I just I love it. I I have always thought that is a good movie and not a great movie, and I have that movie. I have to be in the mood to watch it, and it 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 can be painfully slow. And I'm just Kubrick is one of those guys that I really respect. I don't necessarily I really like. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of his. Um, people probably say I'm nuts. He's genius. He was, but just I find him to be hard to watch and. Very slow at times. And I do really agree. Have to get into. That, that this is a film. This is not a film where shot for shot, you don't want to miss anything. It's just that great. I kind of feel the same way, but boy, the way he does make a film look, the way he creates scenes. Uh, I mean, maybe it's not on the top 50 of AFI's list of the greatest films, but I got news for you. When he goes through that door and his head pops through, most people know what that image is. It is what that image of is course. from. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. Just, yeah, it is iconic. Yeah, it's masterful. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I just think that that one I probably hadn't even occurred to me to pick The Shining, and yeah, it definitely sets the scene well. I mean, I don't want to say that it doesn't. I mean, it's very, it's very isolated where it is. <laughs> I mean, you feel, you feel the massiveness of the hotel, and yet. There's these just yes. three people in there, and it's so massive, and it looks so cold up there and freezing. And yes, it, it you definitely you definitely feel kind of lost yourself. But I just uh, for me, it, it's never really. It's just not one of my favorite horror films, and I I couldn't fully recommend it. So, but okay, fair enough. You. you Made a good argument. Yeah, but I will you made say a case. when I think about it, there's actually and there's I, I we made some honorable mentions, obviously, but there's definitely films that I found you know, kind of interesting. I remember when Pet Cemetery came out. I think it was like 1989 or 1990, somewhere in there, and I just thought, wow, it's a really cool kind of film. I mean, I didn't like the 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 cemetery and the animals and the growling and all that stuff. Anything that's like grisly, like uh, people laugh at. I, I, uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a pretty scary film. I, I, I think yeah, it is scary you'd have film. to be a horror fan to enjoy that. I think that would be my guess. But uh, it's a good movie. And of course, they remade it because they thought they could make a few extra bucks, which is sad. But that's what they and, do. And, and I just want you to know, I didn't cop out and I didn't pick the parody films. That like Young Frankenstein or the Scream parody. Well, films. I would hope I didn't, not. Yeah. That was because I, well, I you would was, say, "Oh, that's a cop out, Jeff." You pick that's, that is. You can't that, go there. That yes. wasn't the assignment. That <laughs> would have. I would have given you an F. <laughs> you would have failed. Uh, but no, no, the picks I think you gave overall pretty good, and uh, I had a feeling you were going to push me on Silence of the Lambs because I know you just do oh. not. You That's just don't not care. Not a Halloween film. If anyone out here is listening, <laughs> all the people that are listening, don't watch that film. I know it now. <laughs> people are going to watch it that haven't seen it that it got by them. But you'll regret it. Trust me. It doesn't turn out well. Well, okay. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. 
<laughs> no, but most of these scary films never really do. They don't really have oh. happy endings. Oh. And it's and you know, and I'll tell you what, there's another thing. If I can't comfortably eat during a film, then I know it's not a film that I want to watch. And I, I mean, I don't know if I could eat during these these type of films. Popcorn and candy. How could you how oh, do you yeah. do it? I, I, you no don't problem. Care. You don't no care. problem at all. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yep. We're just different. Just different, different makeup. Um, all right. Well, this was fun. This was enjoyable. It Thank was fun. Pits. Thank you. And I appreciate you watching uh, The Black Cat. And uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I did. Uh, uh, it, it is. A, it's a it's a fun little flick. And definitely a nice Halloween flick, too. If you're in the mood for some Satanism, go for it. Uh, so happy <laughs> Halloween, everybody. Happy and, Halloween. Uh, we will see you next time. We do Brothers on the Phone talking movies. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>